This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parent in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Lily, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. And Josh Widdicombe. Josh Widdicombe. There we go. Oh, that was nice. Very pleased with themselves. Yeah. And rightly so. Her name is Lulu. Look, that was Lulu. Not the Lulu. That was Lulu, yeah. I was going to do a really big whale then, and I thought, I don't think I can pull it out. I reckon you can. Go for it. Go big, Josh. Get back to the old you. I don't think the old you would have done that, though. Well! How's that? <laughs> it sounded like you were trapped. <laughs> Down a well? Where are you? Well! <laughs> I've met Lulu. Have you? Well, on Zoom. Uh, Does that count? You met Lulu on Zoom? Well, I interviewed her when I covered on Radio 2. Uh, Have I met someone if I've been on a TV show with them and they're on Zoom? I don't think I've met them. No, I don't think so. That doesn't go down as a, I've met so-and-so. I mean, you've talked to her though, right? But just down Zoom. Would you say you've met someone if you spoke to them on the phone? No, no, No. I wouldn't. Yeah, and I wouldn't if you were on a TV show and someone rang in like they used to. You used to ring in. Yeah. I wouldn't say. Yeah, so I've not met Lulu, but I've I've interviewed her on Zoom and I've not met Jamie Foxx. He was just on Zoom on the one show. When you did the one show, did they give you makeup? Uh, no, but they gave me the option of having... I, I got makeup at home and then got brought in. No, I didn't have that option. But I got there and I was one of the only people in the studio, but Alex Scott and Jermaine Genius got makeup. Oh, so I'm just man. sat here like a little pasty, pale, tired mess. Oh, mate. And then Matt Baker come in and he powdered himself. He doesn't even work there. I know. It was a, It felt a bit like David Brent going back into the office. Because <laughs> it just, it does, doesn't it? You sort of just... Oh, was he promoted as a guest? No, he came on as a guest because he was talking about he's got a new farming show and he's got a book out and he's... Do you know what, Rob? Yeah. I've met him. Oh, what, on Zoom or in live? On Zoom, promoting his book. Yeah. And we were both promoting our books on different Zooms. So I have, have I met Matt? Well, I've met him on other occasions. That's, that's actually a bad example. 
<laughs> well, he's got a new show and then he's got his book out and he's doing a pantomime arena tour and he was sat there on his rickshaw. So what? You know, his children need rickshaw because he's raised four. <laughs> you, do you take a magic mushroom? <laughs> 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 Talking about his pantomime arena tour and he's sat there on his rickshaw. <laughs> He does a rickshaw thing, doesn't he? He's raised like 40 million for charity. Has he? And I, yeah, but I'll, he sat there, right? I went on. I was like, what, ferrying people around London? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, charging them loads of, <laughs> loads of money and giving it to charity. <laughs> Wait, outside the Lion King. Charge them 30 quid to get back to Trafalgar Square. It'll be 900 quid, but it's going to a youth club in Rotherham. Okay, you happy with that? Um, but, you know, it did, I was there, like Matt Baker was there with his rickshaw talking about 40 million raised for charity. Where did he park it? He's just at the back of the studio. Then they got Jamie Foxx on. In the studio? Yeah, Jamie Foxx is talking about, you know, he's won an Oscar and all that. And old silly bollocks is sat there with a pasty face <laughs> trying his best. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, Josh, I'm going to stop doing television stuff. Yeah? For a bit. I'm boring everyone. The nation needs it. The nation needs less of me, I think. But what you've got to remember is very few people are watching all of these things. Lorraine, I got picked up at 6.30am. I went there. Why? She's on at nine. I know, but I live in South East London and it's in Shepherd's Bush. It took an hour and 45 minutes to get there. I sat on a chair for 10 minutes. I barely opened my eyes. The conversation ended back in the car for an hour and 45. Oh my God. I came home. It felt like I dreamt it. She covers about 16 topics, Lorraine. I can never believe so it. So quickly. So quickly. Like, I've basically given you my life story. I've done eight minutes, Lorraine. You flashed up some photos of me that I didn't even know existed <laughs> I know. behind she me. Po- <laughs> she popped up photos. She played a video of me doing stand-up. It looked like I'd just come out of the womb. Yeah. I was so young. It's like fucking this is your life. It's unbelievable. But if it's so fast. But then before you know it, you're talking about chunky knit... And ankle boots, yeah. like big chunky knit jumpers and ankle boots with one of the pussycat dolls. <laughs> it's non-stop. Anyway, let's stop talking about this stuff. Let's talk about kids. If someone said, what's it like when your life flashes before your eyes? I'd say it's like going on Lorraine. <laughs> I was off my head on Lorraine. Sounds like a party drug. <laughs> the young kids are on Lorraine. The thing is with Lorraine, it's nice and easy. And the thing is, it only lasts for 10 minutes. <laughs> the come down is an hour and 45 <laughs> Um, no, Lorraine is lovely. That was all lovely. Um, but I'm very tired from getting up early. Oh. I've been getting up earlier than my children for book promo. Oh, that's worse. You must be more or less done by now, Rob. Yes, I'm done. Jonathan Ross is the last thing. And then I've got a few more bits and bobs, but I'm, I'm pretty much done now. Tell you what, Rob. Yeah? I had 20 minutes to myself this morning. Did you? Yeah. What did you do? I read a book. <laughs> You're not yours, out loud. No, not mine. <laughs> no, sorry, and then we will move on. But I've got to read you this absolutely insane Instagram I got. Sorry, and then we will move on from... Then we could talk about this, come on. I went through a period where I read all the Instagrams that I get in the extra messages. But then, yep. who do you think you are happened? And it's completely fucked it because so many people are telling me who... I just, it's like, it's overfilled it. Have you ever had one? Though? I'm sure you had that after the bucket hat. I've had to turn it off because my Instagram messages, because I've still got messages I've not read since the Euros. Oh, right, yeah. So the Euros. I couldn't get through them all, so I just turned it off now. I don't read them. I think they come through. That's the ultimate stiff neck, loose neck, isn't it, Rob? Your was ruined by getting drunk at the Euros. Mine by who do you think you are? Well, yeah, exactly. What well, do we need to talk about that? I've not seen it yet, but I know you're uh, you're basically royalty in your family home's Heaver Castle. Yeah, that's the number of it. And I, I've told you about the groom of the stall, haven't I? The groom of the stall. Oh, was it one of your ancestors used to just help the king have a shit? Yeah. <laughs> so you don't need to see it now. Anyway, <laughs> so I looked today, right? Yeah. And then we'll move on away from work. I, I will. But just this is from someone I don't know. I won't say the name. 
hey, was surprised to find an audio version of your book read by James Acaster. Now, nothing wrong with James, but I want you as the narrator, as discussed on the parenting podcast, please advise. What's he listened to? Oh, so there's no more info? No. You used to do things with James, didn't you, on your radio show where he used to read stuff out? James Acaster hasn't done a rip-off of my book, has he? Well, I don't, I didn't, I've not seen much of James. He doesn't do much tell anymore. Maybe he is got a black market in reading other people's books out loud <laughs> for cash in hand. I would happily listen to Michelle Obama's book read by James Acaster. Quite happily. Oh, 100%. That, that, what a career that would be. <laughs> James Acaster reads the classics. James Acaster reads the Bible. That just sounds like a description of his day. <laughs> um, right, how's your week been? How are your kids? Yeah, they're very good, Rob. They're very good. I didn't tell you about the, uh, my four-year-old's birthday day. So what happened on the day of your daughter's birthday? Okay, so it's all been a bit fraught to get it all ready. Yep. We didn't make the mistake of Christmas and go too many presents because she's too young to know yep. how many presents you're meant to get. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, ignorance is bliss at this stage. Exactly. But you don't want to give them too many anyway. Like it's, It gets overwhelming from. No, exactly. So the night before, we basically hadn't got anything ready because we'd been parenting and working, parenting and working. And I was going to Woking to do a tour show. Yeah. And I bought a birthday cake from the M&S in Waterloo Station. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Underwhelming. Got in the caterpillar? Uh, no, uh, there was a nice stars one, actually. It was quite nice. Because she's yeah. getting, and a, that is a, nice she's getting a proper get. nice rainbow birthday cake at a party, yeah? At a party, but you got a little, just a little one for the day. Yeah, just for yeah. the day, right? <laughs> and then my wife texted me at 5pm and said, can you get any balloons? And you're like, oh. on the way to Woking to do a tour show. Right, so her birthday's the next day? Yeah, next morning. So you're, it's 5pm, your show's at 8pm, you've got yeah. to be there for 6 to do the sound check, you've yeah. got to eat at some point, yeah. and you've bought a cake, now you've got to try and find balloons. Balloons. Okay, okay. There's WH Smith at Waterloo. No, that was my only hope. <laughs> the stationers. The stations. <laughs> yeah. The station. I mean, it was a long shot. <laughs> but Smith does do some weird shit, right? Yeah, they do. do yeah, yeah, you'll get birthday. You, you yeah. might get a little pack of shit balloons in the corner yeah, if you're lucky. But no, <laughs> I'm not proud of this, Rob. McDonald's? Texted my tour manager and said, um, you couldn't pop out and get some balloons, could you? <laughs> Is that all you said? No more details? No, it was like, it's my daughter's birthday tomorrow. Okay. Not that uh, you want a little party laughing gas balloons. No, no. <laughs> you can go out and get some balloons because I think Woking's yeah. going to be a bit tough, so I need to yeah, get yeah. through it. <laughs> I've got Jack Grealish in later. <laughs> have, you, have you got any Lorraine for telling me through this? <laughs> <laughs> um, so what did he do? Did he come? Yeah, I r- arrived at my... Um, there you go. This is what I arrived to, Rob. Oh, genuinely, fair play. Is it? But is this a bit beyond the call of duty for this guy? Yeah, it really is. Oh God, it's struggling to get it off my phone. Sorry, Josh. I was saying this the other day to my mate. I think you are going to be such a funny old person. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause you're you're a funny. You're obviously, you're funny now. You're a funny comedian. You're funny in person. You're a funny person. But I'll suit being old, won't I? Rob? You're going to look great. I could just imagine you being wheeled out on some young buck's new panel show in like 40 years' time, and you're just a little old geezer, big glasses, big grey curly hair, you know, just sort of grumbling along. Hello, <laughs> 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 here we are, little Widdicombe, shuffling in. Struggling to deal with the new bloody, bloody hoverboard. Bloody, what a thing was bloody, unbelievable. <laughs> 
And I think I could look really odd and old. I think you'll look good old. I'm going to get saggy. No, you're going to look great. I think you, you, I think you'll maintain what you've got now, just with grey hair and more wrinkles. I think there's a danger of me. I think I could grow old gracefully or turn into some sort of mad Gar- Gary Busey, you know, sort of oh, big yeah, mad. Because yeah. t- I've got my big mad teeth. And or I go the other way and keep that dye my hair blonde. And it's, you know, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, could. you know, when Chris Evans did Top Gear, but and he went too orange again, didn't he? Yeah. He, he dyed his hair orange rather than just letting it go grey. I don't, I, there's two ways to go about it for me, I think. Whereas you, I think you're just going to turn into the man from up. <laughs> I'm going to love it. Talking of balloons, Rob, I've just sent you a picture. Oh, okay. We're on fucking fire. Here we go. This is it, isn't it? That is some good Lorraine. <laughs> oh, so he got two balloons. Two four-year-old balloons just waiting there in my dressing room when I got there. I couldn't believe my eyes. Do you know what as well, though? That, so you've got two fours in your dressing room, like yep. helium floating around. But I do think people at the venue must have thought, oh, my God, what a pathetic birthday Josh is having. And he's 44. <laughs> But that's perfect. Yeah. That, what a legend your tour manager is. Obviously, uh, we couldn't give the tour support a lift home because the balloons are in the back. So that was... Uh... <laughs> yeah, the tour support blew them up. <laughs> it's got a full, you've got a full teamwork for you now, Josh. You've got a team. I've got a team? You've got that. You've got a team now, haven't you? You've got your team. That your, my people speak to your people, that kind of stuff. I've got a balloon guy. If you need balloon <laughs> sourcing, I can get you balloons very quickly, mate. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. And how was the birthday? Did she like the balloons? She loved it. She had a good morning. We bought her a slide. Nice. Which she'd experienced at her friend's house. <laughs> <laughs> what quite a sheltered life is your daughter. She experienced a slide at a friend. She must have been down a slide before at four. No, no. She's been on lots of slides, but... Oh, right. Okay. I didn't know which slide to get. And then I'd be like, oh, she liked that one. We'll get the exact same one. Yep. Tom Allen's still got a slide in his garden that I'm supposed to be picking up. It's because his house he got was off people that had kids. So he's got a trampoline and a slide and swings. <laughs> How often do you think he goes on there? More often than you think. Do you know what? He don't go near the swings. He don't go on the slide. The trampoline gets it going over. Yeah, I bet it does. I bet it Yeah, does. he's had a couple of Proseccos. Yeah. He's on there. So we had a lovely morning. Oh, good. And then we wanted to do something. There's a lot of debate about what we we're going to do. We ruled out anything that involved driving because I still haven't pumped up the tyres. <laughs> Anything that involved driving. What can we walk to with a newborn and a four-year-old? So we're going to go to the aquarium. Taxi into town. Taxi into town, fair enough. It's birthday, Rob. Treat yourselves. Right. We uh, we had a lovely meal in Oaxaca. (laughs) Yeah. She changed her mind on the way and decided she wanted to go on the the London Eye, which I don't think is a four-year-old's entertainment. I'm going to say it. No, I I think the London Eye looks a lot... Have you been on? I'm going to say this. Uh, yes, I am... It's boring. Yeah, I'm bored of being higher up. I don't know if yeah. I've mentioned this before. I've done the Burj Khalifa. I know you have yeah, with Jack yeah. D. You did it with Jack D, didn't you? I did. How did you know that? 
Um, he mentioned it on a, a really funny podcast. What's upset you now? Paul McCaffrey and Sean Walsh. Oh, yeah. What did he say about it? He listened to that. It's well good. No, but I will. Basically, what's up? He set you now. They just moan for 15 minutes. And you know Paul and Sean. Yeah. They're very good at moaning. Oh, and then they've got Jack them. D on it. It's an absolute moan fest. But oh, he mentioned going up the Burj Khalifa with you. And he's got a photo of you two at the Burj Khalifa, yeah. which, again, is boring. It's just higher up. And when you've already been on a plane, I've been as high as I can get. Yeah. So... Now I've landed, why go up a bit higher, but not as high as I already was two days ago? Totally. So that's my view on being up high. And I was dreading, I was thinking, being stuck in a pod. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, if she doesn't like this early doors... Yeah, and you've got the baby in there. Is that we're in trouble here. Oh, what if someone proposes in your pod? Oh my God, can you imagine? Oh, that'd be, I'd hate that, I'd hate to be near that. Even if they said yes. Well, it'd be my worst nightmare. When, when I went up the Eiffel Tower, people were proposing all over the fucking shop. It was a nightmare. You couldn't even get to see Paris. For the... Get on tripping over people. <laughs> people bloody down oh, on their sorry, knee on left, right and centre. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Lou did that cringe thing where we put a padlock on a bridge. Did you? Oh. When we were young, about yeah. 20, 25, I think. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Have you been back to see it? We went back two years later and what they do is they basically, every six months, cut off the metal because it weighs down yeah. the bridge and then melt it down and sell it. Oh, that's nice. That's and that, good. in a way, is what love is. <laughs> it soon becomes a business transaction. It does. Um, oh, that's because you had a nice birthday. Well, we Aquarium. didn't go up the thing. No. She got there and she decided the wheel was too big. Fair enough. So uh, there was a carousel. Love it. Got on that. Then the guy, we were already on, he said, you've got to go on the same horse. And I said, why have you got to go on the same horse? And he said, because this is the fastest carousel in the United Kingdom. Okay, so so why, why do you have to send the same horse? Is that horse quicker than the others? Because she couldn't be trusted to be on a horse on her own. Oh, you. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant the second time round. Oh, no, 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 not... no, 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 no. You really stake it <laughs> <laughs> Got to go on the same, same horse because they they get used to you. Because it's the fastest one in, was it Europe? Uh, yeah, United Kingdom, I think he said, or maybe you're right, from He just, the fastest one. At that point, I was like, I wish we weren't on this now. Because it hadn't moved by this point. I was like, yeah. she's going to fucking hate this. <laughs> um, somehow. Does she get, tap her hands like you do when she's nervous? No, she hasn't picked that up, luckily. <laughs> it was fast, Rob, but it wasn't, <laughs> it was fast. But he was he was making claims really that he shouldn't have been because it was fine. Yeah, yeah. But like, who's going to go back and go? I want a refund. I can I can send this to you now if you want to footage of me on the faster. I don't Josh know. on the fastest carousel in the UK. Does that look fast enough? I mean, it's got it's got a pace to it. It's not as fast as that mad little dragon ride I went to a pepper. Oh, there you go in your little yellow anorak. Yeah, yellow anorak. Spot spot the Widdicombe. That is too fast for a child on their own, though. I know what you mean. Exactly. And then she didn't even want to go to the aquarium. So there was just a park there. So we basically ended up going to a fucking park on the South Bank. <laughs> she just ended up climbing on some ropes and going going down a slide. We literally bought you one. And now we've travelled to the South Bank. Well, that's the thing. That's what they'll enjoy more. Like, exactly. You see people... you go, it's, it's her day. It's her day. They drag their kids somewhere for a photo. And that, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm not a massive fan of the aquarium. It's all right. Yeah. No biggie. It's fine. But I would prefer a carousel and a, and, a, and a park. Yeah, of course. That's a nice little birthday. It was lovely. It was very pleasant. Very pleasant. Oh, nice. You seem a lot more chilled. I am. A bit more calmer. I went to the gym this morning, had 20 minutes on my own reading a book. And, well, as of this morning, I've cut out caffeine. Oh, really? I just decided to, Rob. How's that going? Well, fine. I've just had two decaf teas. I've just had two lines of Charlie. Two, li- two lines of Lorraine and I'm fine. <laughs> that was... 
a bit of the rain on the gums, and I'm, I don't even notice it. I don't even miss it. Exactly. No, I've just had two decaf teas, and I've realised what I like about tea is drinking tea rather than the actual non-existent hit that I get off it. And I yeah, exactly. I'm feeling pointless. better for that. I've got to calm down my coffee. I'm going to have a little break from coffee when uh, all the because at the moment I'm working evenings because I'm doing book events yeah. and tour shows and telly stuff. And then I'm also working early doing all these radio appearances. So that's going to be my little thing once the book's done. No caffeine for me. Well, I'm definitely going to drink caffeine every day. I don't know why. Well, I don't know what. I always do this. Someone tells me something they're doing that's good and I go, yeah, I'll do that as well. No, I'm yeah. not going to. I'm going to have one coffee every day. Well, going from coffee to nothing is much more difficult than going from tea to nothing, I think. Yes, exactly. So I'll go to one a day and then I'll work backwards from there because they're not getting up as early now. I'll tell you what's quite good as well. Half term's quite nice because oh, yeah. they you don't have to be up and out. You know, the kids might be up early. Oh, yeah. Morning is just relaxed. Exactly. Let her watch a bit of telly, you know. I've got to give Lou some respect, okay? We went to yeah. the gym, to the little... They've got a little, like, soft play bit in the gym cafe, right? And, by the way, can I still use the mother and baby space or the parent and baby space? I don't know what the, the term what for it mean? is. You know, there's the little buggy sign on the floor. Yeah. So you can park near the shops. It's disabled oh, and there's right. the, the family parking. Yeah. Can I still park in the parent and baby space? I've got a four-year-old and a six-year-old. Yeah, I think so. So what? When's the, when do we stop? When do you stop? When's the, I think yeah. it's when the kid can't clip themselves in and out the, the, the car seat. Oh, but my daughter's started going, she can clip out, she can't clip in. Yeah, exactly. Because really, you need the door open wide so you can lean in to do yeah. it. Don't you? So, is that the cutoff if they can and can't do it? Oh, is that why you get that for car seats? It's for the clipping. Well, I think it's just more space because you've got to get the buggy in and out. Also, with a baby, you've got a big thing that comes in and out that they and you need space to wiggle them in and out and stuff. Where when it's close together, you you can't really get out, can you? No. So I just don't know when the cutoff is. That's that's. If anyone knows, if we can try and get a common consensus, can we get a view on this? Is there a law? Is there a law? Has anyone ever been challenged on it? Has anyone ever challenged on it? Have you been fined? Yeah. Yeah. Have you been fined for it? Are you in prison for it, listening to this now? <laughs> oh, the other thing as well, Lou, um, me and Lou combined did a good deed in the gym cafe. Oh, yeah. Because me and Lou, I like to think it's like synergy with us. We're very different, but then we come together for good. Right, yeah. We're a bit like the Power Rangers. Yeah, and, of course, No, Captain yeah. Planet, remember that? Yeah, of course I remember Captain Planet, yeah. It's sort of like loud, confident, and then sensible, good at decision-making, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. And uh, there, was a, there was a lady that had a baby strapped her in, like a papoose thing, little four-month-old baby. She just dropped her, like, older kid off in swimming, and then her two-year-old was going absolutely fucking bananas, right? And, you know, when a kid's just having a meltdown, but it was bibl- it was like every single person in that cafe knew that a kid was going mental and she couldn't really properly sort the kid out because she had this baby on her chest. Because you know what they're like, then they're yeah, sort yeah. of kicking and screaming a little bit. You have to sort of grab them and go, no, stop it. But you can't when you've got a baby. So in the end, we was like, I said, oh, do you want us to have the baby while you sort out oh. the toddler? And then she went, yeah, sure. And then I don't really like holding babies, Josh, especially someone else's. It's too, I'm worried. It's too tense. It's too tense. It's too tense. Lou loves it. Straight to Lou. Lou's lovely, but would sometimes be a bit too shy to say, look, let's face it, your kid's lost his head. <laughs> Do you want a hand? Because <laughs> the kid had gone nuts. Right? <laughs> so we did that, and then Lou looked after the baby and just sort of looked after the baby while the mum calmed down the two-year-old. And the two-year-old weren't being that bad. It's, you know, a classic two-year-old having a little strop. But if you've got a kid strapped here, 
you can't do it, can you? Yeah. So we did that and it was our little good deed oh, of the day. Oh, that's nice. And I just felt like that should be done more. If you see someone doing that, then offer because they might not want you as well. But I remember when I had kids going mental, if one could take the baby off you, oh, it's so much God, easier, yeah. isn't it? Totally. But Lou was an absolute legend with it though because, you know, babies can get a bit funny. How long did it take for it all to settle down? Well, we've still got the baby. <laughs> Having to get rid of the dog. <laughs> no, it was only like 10 minutes or so, yeah. like five, 10 minutes. And, oh, the other thing that happened as well, which made me laugh. Right, so we've got little electric toothbrushes for the girls that yeah. sort of like buzz for how long you need to do it. And oh, we're yeah, doing yeah. it, but they need to start doing it themselves. There's like a little app you can get for it or whatever. Anyway, Lou's not very good at charging the uh, toothbrushes and had been basically at one point, all the toothbrushes were dead apart from my one. And I literally, three days in a row, couldn't brush my teeth before I left the house because I didn't know where my toothbrush was. Oh, God. Because Lou's grabbing it, doing oh, everyone's God. teeth, all, like the whole everyone's mouth at once. Like, we've got one. Disgusting. I know we're all family, but that can't be right. Yeah. And then just putting it down wherever she did the kids' teeth. So every morning was like some sort of hunt to find my toothbrush. And then I just went, Lou, I know it's busy in the morning, but I, I need, you, got, you You keep hiding my toothbrush. <laughs> and and I, I don't want, you because you don't have to be sensitive. You don't want to cause an argument. Was yeah. like, I just need to know where my toothbrush is going to be. So I don't mind if you use it, but I just, I just have to know. <laughs> or you have to tell me because I can't, I haven't got time to hunt a toothbrush every day like that. And then she just went to me and it was so funny, like this conversation. She just went, Sorry, I'm really sorry. I've just, I've just totally lost control of the toothbrush situation. It made me laugh. It's so sincere and apologetic. <laughs> I just, I'll just tell you, I've lost control of the situation. <laughs> it just really made me laugh. Three great words. Free fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Bell one time on Friday. Set participating McDonald's through 1231.24. Excludes tax. Must update rewards. Should we do some Instagram messages unless you've got anything else to talk about? Or we've got loads of people messaging about the word they use when they've got time left to fast forward through on Sky Plus or Virgin Plus, whatever it's called, whatever you have at home, where you've um, recorded a show and you're fast forwarding through it. Simon calls it pause credits. Pause credits. So when you've paused it and then obviously yeah. time's elapsed when you've gone to the toilet, have you got? Have we got any pause credits? Yeah, that's nice. We've got this one from Ali Willett. Is there anything in the bank? Yeah, nice. Because me and Lou's call it juice. We got any juice? Yeah. Right, we got any juice? Um, me and my girlfriend used the simple term wind on. Yeah, nice. Because that's retro, isn't it? Wind on, wind on. Like a VHS, isn't it? And then, for example, have we got any wind on left? This bit's shit. This bit's sh- So they do it during bits. Oh. Here's a variant on it. You're watching a football match and say you're five minutes behind. Yeah. But you, you want to catch up. So you slowly, like, you try and catch up in bits of dead football match. Yeah, like if it's gone out for a throw or an injury, like, oh. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's, I can get 20 seconds back here. Yeah, that's like the, yeah, the opposite, isn't it? Of trying Because you want to get it live so you can talk about it with your mates. Yeah, so you're trying to do catch up. Because there's nothing worse than being 10 minutes behind on a football match that's nil-nil. And all of a sudden, your little football WhatsApp group oh, starts buzzing off. Yeah, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. no, something's oh, happened. Oh, yeah. What has happened? Oh, Zappage. Have we got any Zappage left? Oh, Zappage. That's pretty cool. Pretty happening. 
bit edgy. Yeah. That one was from Jolie Cole. This one's from Goldie Ball. The fast-forwarding credit thing to skip to the ads. We refer to it as gumption. Have we got any gumption? Have we run out of gumption? Gumption. That's a lovely word to use. Lovely. Gumption. Yeah, so I'll make a point of saying their names because people get, get the umbrella yeah. don't say their names. I need to find that the cum woman's name. You know the woman oh, who yeah, sent the, 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 the cum yeah. video? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, yeah, you, you, don't, you, you do need to find her name and send it to police. <laughs> no, the woman that sent the video of her kid seeing cum had been carved yeah, in. Yeah, carved <laughs> in a tree. The word cum. The word the cum word. had been carved into a tree before. <laughs> yeah, the cum woman. Here she yeah. is, Emma Clark, a.k.a. the, the cum. cum woman. There we go. She's not got anything to complain about now. <laughs> Have you got anything else to talk about from your week, Josh? No, I'd like to hear from our listeners because we don't get oh, to yes. do that enough, do we? No, we are, we've been bad recently. We've been blabbering on. I've got a couple here. Da, 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 da. Oh, this is a good one. Hello, Rob and Josh. Hearing Rob's recollection of how song lyrics in a foreign language sent him into a spiral of confusion reminded me of something I used to do to annoy my children. I'm a father of two boys, now aged seven and nine, as well as a daughter who's almost one. When my boys were younger, I discovered that I could annoy them by changing their language choice on Netflix to their favourite programmes. After a particularly challenging day, it was always a small victory to change the language to dubbed Spanish or Erdo on Peppa Pig and watch my sons go through complete confusion, often saying, (laughs) I can't understand Peppa anymore, or Peppa's doing that thing again. (laughs) Peppa's speaking Erdo. Where's Urdu from? What language is Urdu? Uh, it's from India. Sorry. <laughs> it's from India. God. Hey, you've got loads of energy today, have you? I was up at five. <laughs> up at five, Rob. What, with the babies? Or just yeah. you want to catch up on that magical time to watch a, another uh, documentary? <laughs> I didn't even get to do that. What did I do? Just time passed and then it was normal time. Do you know, it's so funny because I've been doing loads of PR interviews and, uh, for stuff and there was a one where it was a quick fire one. It was like, if you had 20 minutes to live, what would you do? And I'd, I'd, I just said, I'd just sit there and wait. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think it was like a young sort of like 20, like 22 year old journalist who was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, they just looked at me. It just looked so sad. Like you just sit there and wait for like the end of the world. I was like, yeah, I'll just sit and wait. Uh, just to correct myself on Urdu, it's spoken in Pakistan and India. There we go. Oh, so you weren't wrong. It was, you know. So I wasn't wrong, yeah. but it is the official state language of Pakistan. It's the official language of yeah. Pakistan. Okay, cool. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. Hi, Rob and Josh. I feel obliged to put your hamster gill in perspective. If it makes you feel even slightly better, when my mum, auntie and uncle were children, they were midway through their tea. They were having a stew. Oh, by the way... The hamster guilt, obviously, is that um, you have uh, told your children that your hamster's leaving and you're considering faking its death. Yes, but what we've decided on is having a grown-up conversation with them and we've said he's going on a holiday at someone else's house because we've got lots of pets and it's nice to share. Yeah, because you were going to kill it. Say he'd gone canoeing and then uh, got lost at sea. (laughs) I want to claim back some pet insurance. I'm going to do a bit of fraud. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get insurance for a hamster. Can you insure a hamster? Hello, uh, hello, hell.com. What's wrong? What's wrong with the hamster? It's, it's either it'll be fine or he's gonna die. Okay. Yeah. Is there any life savings? Do people do operations on hamsters? Do people do operations on hamsters? Hello at lockdown parenting or whatever it is. You know how to get in touch. Do you? It's in. The, it'll be in the description. 
If it makes you feel slightly better, when my mum, auntie and uncle were children, they were midway through their tea having a stew. When my granddad began to tell the tale about how their pet rabbit had passed away. But it wasn't all bad news, because at least it had made a delicious evening meal. Oh no, is that true? Not satisfied with the already psychotic bit of fun, he'd gone to the effort of hiding the rabbit, so that his distraught children found an empty cage when they ran to check. Oh, what a sicko. Classic deranged boomer parenting. I feel the need to stress this wasn't part of a pattern of abuse and everyone involved enjoys the joke in hindsight. Oh, yeah, tell that to your therapist. Of course they do, yeah. Yeah. I hope this provides some sort of scale of parental trauma that's reassuring to Rob. Thanks for the content, Kelby. We've come a long way, haven't we, since the the boomer parent? <laughs> we really have, haven't we? Some would say too far. Some would say that is a bit too much, wouldn't they? Yeah, like, you know, it's a bit of banter. It's like when I didn't want to go swimming in the Irish Sea, my dad just picked me up and threw me in the sea. You know, it was just old school parenting. Exactly, and it made you the man you are today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just listening to today's episode, talking about Alexa playing WAP, and Rob talking about it has just turned on my Alexa in the other room, and WAP has started playing loud and clear for my three-year-old. Oh, oh no. From Sarah. Also, uh, you played my neck, my back for Claire, my neck, my back for M. No worries. Do you want to do another one now, Rob? Just say something inappropriate for Alexa yes. to do? Why don't we do that as a regular feature? Alexa, <laughs> play a speech by Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Alexa, play the YouTube clip of Vanessa Feltz getting angry on Big Brother and writing on the table in chalk. It's quite niche. Though. I think that's going to be a tough one to get through. Yeah, I mean, but you know, it is better than the other option we had. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you want to hear something awful? Uh, yeah, always. From Ed Schwartz. Ed Schwartz. He does the guy. Does that guy's the spices? Yeah, it is the guy. <laughs> Alf, our fifteen-month-year-old, is now mobile, and can now reach into low cupboards. I actually think this is too horrible to read out, but we'll see how it goes. Oh. He took out my beard trimmer from the bottom shelf in the bathroom, and my wife found him pulling at her face and pulling hair out of his mouth. Oh. The only thing is, it wasn't my beard hair. <gasps> I had decided, you're correct, where your mind has gone, Rob. The kid's eating pubes. The kid's eating pubes. <laughs> I'll cut out the description, but the email ends, understandably, my wife was fuming. <laughs> Why, is she like a big bush? <laughs> oh, you haven't got bald dick again. You know I don't like it too short. I like a bit of purchase. Uh, I've, got, I've got a little Insta here from Hayley. Hi, Josh and Rob. Love the podcast. As a new parent, it's great to listen to other parents experience the same sort of things. Really, Hayley, how many pubes have your children eaten? <laughs> I've just listened to the episode where someone placed an online shopping order and uh, random bits in the basket and forgot to amend it. Well, I've had numerous online shopping errors. It's not even funny. I usually order 10 individual bananas. However, one week I actually order 10 bags of seven. Oh, my Meaning word. 70 bananas arrive. The worst thing is my husband accepted the order, not even thinking to question the large number of bananas. Another time, we had gone away to a holiday park and I did an online shop order. The next week, I did my usual shop. The delivery driver rang to see if I was in. I looked outside, no driver. He was at the holiday park as I had not changed the address back. Oh, no. Oh, God. Safe to say I'm no longer allowed to do the online shopping. Oh. Keep up the good work from Haley. Rose once was ordering an Indian takeaway for herself. Yeah. And she ordered uh, five poppadoms, which I think is too many. 
for one person anyway. <laughs> oh, well, you're all just shaming your wife, are you, on the podcast? How many poppadoms would you order, Rob? For me, I would go two or three. Two or really... three. Yeah, she ordered five poppadoms. And then it turned out that each... <laughs> it was five portions of poppadoms and each portion was five poppadoms. So she ended up with 25 <laughs> poppadoms. <laughs> Why have they brought it? Why have they not said? It? Come on, guy. Someone's made an error here. It's a weird order. That's 25 poppadoms and uh, one biryani. <laughs> but that's the thing. They never make it clear. I never know what to get because I never know. I always would go two or three and then, yeah, because you don't know if it's going to be five. I'm going to have a curry tonight. What is wrong with me? I'm so susceptible. I should. You mentioned... <laughs> the moment I started talking about poppadoms, I thought, do you know what? On my way to my gig, I might get some of those mini poppadoms from M&S. <laughs> You'll eat them when you're old as well, when you're shuffling on those TV shows in your pocket. You'll whip out a little mini poppadom because you get hungry halfway through. Do you want to know something terrible, Rob, about the crisps in your pocket? Go on. Yesterday, I picked up my daughter from nursery. Yeah. And um, the bus was like, oh, so this was a disaster, this bus journey. So the bus was like nine minutes away I could see. So I was like, I will go to the shop. Yeah, and then um, there was a carved pumpkin outside, and there was another one. And she was like, oh, and "I was like, oh, I'll get you a pumpkin. Nice thing to do." Yeah, fuck me, a pumpkin is heavy, <laughs> like a big pumpkin. <laughs> and when you're getting on a bus as well, and you've got all your stuff in your pockets, and you're carrying a large pumpkin. <laughs> so I've got this huge pumpkin that's the size of a beach ball, right? And then we go into the shop. I get a drink and she gets a drink and then she's like, can I have some crisps? And normally they have normal sized hula hoops, which yeah. I'd get her. But they only had the grab bag, the big ones. Oh, no. So I bought them, but I was like, I can't have a, eat the whole of them. All of them. Yeah. The whole's fine. Am I right? Bit <laughs> 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 of fun. You still are enjoying yourself. <laughs> exactly. So, managed to get the pumpkin and the crisps on the bus. Yeah. And then... I basically start asking if I can share her hula hoops to try and eat into the amount of hula hoops that she's eating, if you know what I mean. Oh, because you don't want her to have too many hula hoops? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm on a diet at the moment, so I don't want to eat the hula hoops. So I end up asking if I can share her hula hoops. Then when she's not looking, pocketing the hula hoops she gives me so that I can throw them away later, like I'm in the Great Escape. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why holding a fucking massive pumpkin? <laughs> have you got it was on my lap like a kind of heavy baby in my head you're just using your nose to press the bell <laughs> just put some air in your tires just put some no 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 well normally it's it is actually quicker to get the bus back than drive there and back oh because you're parking because of parking yeah got how slow is your car no because of parking because <laughs> also the bus can obviously go through cut through traffic can't it Oh, yes, it can. The bus lanes, as they're also yeah, known. Bloody bus lanes, am I right? I've got a good story here we can end on, then do small business shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Hi, Josh and Rob. Love your podcast. It's Therapy. This is from Claire Park. I don't know if she wanted to be anonymous, but it's too late, Claire. We can always bleep that out. Heard the one today about the train eating hair story. This was a girl that was playing with a train set, and the train started sort of driving yeah. up her hair and all the hair got caught in the wheels and had to cut cut it out and she had a big uh, bald patch in the side of her head and this, uh, this poor kid anyway it reminded me of a story of someone i know anyway oh so it's not oh, it's not okay. her it's a friend okay yeah. claire yeah sure anyway i think she's been very protective over her partner oh, no. the dad was having a bath with his little boy with all the bath toys 
One of them was a submarine which had a mini propeller of the elastic band wind-up yeah, type. So a little wind-up propeller. The little boy set it off under the water. The submarine managed to find its way oh my God. to Dad's penis. And the propeller got caught up in his foreskin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Like a manatee being mauled in Florida. <laughs> he couldn't get it off his foreskin. No. How? What? He couldn't get it off his foreskin, so he had to put on some jogging bottoms and go to A and E. No! No, 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 no. Oh, my God. With the absolute embarrassment of having to... Of having to say on arrival, oh my! I God. have a submarine stuck on my penis. After some microsurgery, bit harsh on the size of his dick, in it. <laughs> microsurgery, just call it surgery. Even if it is microsurgery, if you're if you're operating on my cock, just call it surgery. Major surgery. <laughs> we had to we had to build a Nightingale Hospital to get this cock in to operate on it. Anyway, it was <laughs> microsurgery. And they were able to successfully remove it. I, fuck, I think oh so. If they goodness. hadn't, we'd have heard about it by now. The bloke who's still got a submarine on his dick. <laughs> so they, they had to do some surgery to remove it. No more wind-up toys in the bath. Love the podcast so much. My kids are all grown up, 21, 23 and 26. But I still laugh and laugh. Claire Park. That, oh, that poor bloke's car. Oh, my word. What does, I mean, did they remove anything apart from the submarine? What Microsurgery is such a broad term. Did he go under? Like... Minor surgery, they should call it, not microsurgery, shouldn't they? Pathetic little acorn in a bird's nest surgery. <laughs> Poor bloke. Poor bloke. Oh, that's the last thing you want to happen to your foreskin, isn't it, Josh? <laughs> it's quite literally the last thing you want to happen to your foreskin. Or dipping it in something not nice. Dipping it in boiling water. Oh, my God. That'd be worse, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't think I've... Oh, well, no, I'm not going to tempt fate, but I don't think I've ever had any foreskin-based accidents. Or just sort of just dabbing it on an upturned snail. That would be a horrible feeling, wouldn't it? Oh, my God. Could you imagine? But do you know what? There'll be some people that find that a turn on, Rob. There's some sickos at home that are just being turned on by what you've just said. Little upside down snail dick sicko. They didn't know until you said it, and now that's all they can think about. You dirty bastards. Get out that garden. You dirty <laughs> little, those poor little snails. They can't even escape. They're so slow. You'll grab them, turn them over, dab your dick on it, and get on with your day. Not thinking for a second about that poor snail. Um, right, should we do a small bit of shout out? <laughs> Micro business shout outs. Yeah, I've got Steve the Snail here, who uh, is. Oh, he runs a rescue centre for snails. Of course, you dig, you big pervert. An absolute fuck farm, that's what it is. <laughs> right, let's do a small business shout out. Here we go. I can't do a small business shout out for whippets. Oh my God, the whippet, the people, the whippet correspondence I'm getting is getting out of hand. Oh, mate, you're so deep in. You're like a mason now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a whippet guy. Here we go. I've got one here. Hello, I've got a small business shout out for you with an easy website address, I promise. Whilst not parents ourselves, we absolutely love the podcast. Before COVID, my partner set up a home bakery specialising in weddings and kids' birthdays. Obviously, lockdown hit and she had to adapt to start doing care boxes, brownies through the post. She found out that early on she created a real niche for people sending these to new parents that needed a sugary fix to help them through the sleepless months. You can check them out at, and it's at Slice of Yorkshire and www.sliceofyorkshire.com. Slice of Yorkshire. Good people, good slice, Yorkshire. Yeah, you do sound like the kind of Yorkshireman that's looking for a snail. Yeah, good counter. 
good snails in Yorkshire. <laughs> I love it in country, me. And they love me in their country, Yorkshire. That sounded disgusting. It sounded like the end yeah, of a serial a killer much, drama. Was, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. That was yeah, too much. Fine. Yorkshire, where I get snails and drop my dick on them. There we go. <laughs> Is that a better way to be a Yorkshire pervert? Yeah, I think that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm just going to choose one at random, Rob. So, uh, hi, just listen to the episode where Rob announces he's getting a whippet. There is actually a lot of whippet-related small businesses. Oh, my God, it's, uh, I'm the whippet guy. But I would like to give a shout-out to Speedray Designwear, who started their sighthound clothing and accessory business during the first lockdown. <laughs> and all the items have been tried and tested <laughs> on their seven whippets. I'm a motherfucking sat dog. <laughs> I'm a sad dog. I'm a street. Oh wow! A side dog. They're called side. They're called side. I'm a sad dog. Speedway design wear. I let you do it. Sorry. Are they going to come close to Jimmy Sausage or whatever it was called? What Jimmy Chimelas. I'm a sad dog. I see things. Yeah, I've seen things you've not seen before. I'm a sad dog. Your array of impressions is phenomenal today. Oh. This is a great business based, Rob, in Lancashire. Oh, Northern. Even more north. No, no, Yorkshire's more north. Anything you got on that? Lancashire. Lancashire. Like no man born from his mother. Like Tyson Fury's Lanca- Lancaster, isn't he? Yeah. Lancaster with a traveller twang. John Richardson. John Richardson. He's a bit more gentle, isn't he, John Richardson? Than Tyson Fury, slightly. <laughs> John Richardson looks like Tyson Fury keeps John Richardson as a pet. <laughs> Speedray design where you can use our discount code Dobby10, D-O-B-B-Y-10, all in capitals, apart from the 10, which is in numbers, www.speedraydesignwear.com. And they do gilets. Gilets for whippets. Rob, <laughs> Christmas is coming. Gilets for whippets. Of course it's fucking gilets. They ain't got arms. They don't need sleeves. It's not like going to put their arms on a table. All dog wears gilet, isn't it? Yeah. Don't, they don't need their legs covered, do they? Well, no, I don't suppose they don't. By the way, I haven't got any anything off this company. Don't think this is some sort of... No, of course. ...dodgy dealing, shady business. I don't know, the way it's going, I don't think you are going to. No, I'm not do- getting involved in any of that. Lose buying it separately. I'm not doing all that shit. She's up to her eyeballs in, in Whippet Gilets. Oh, man, she, no, she's just buying sleeves. She's just buying sleeves. <laughs> she ain't doing the middle. Just pure sleeves. Oh, my word. What's happened? I'm just looking at the website. Oh no, what is it? One of them's got a roll neck. <laughs> what? what? I thought they were skinny dogs. It's a good laugh, isn't it, this show? <laughs> it's, it's, the whole family can enjoy it, apart from the snails. Oh, fat whippet neck. Big whippet, big fat wobbly whippet necks. Let's have a look at this. They are funny, they are ugly looking dogs, aren't they? Oh my word. These ones look like they're football hooligans. <laughs> one's on an away day. One's <laughs> the little, the little anorak. <laughs> one's got a razor blade in his collar. Oh, look, oh. there you go, look, gilets. <laughs> look at that. Oh, wow. No, they're all gilets. None of them have got leg things. Oh. Oh, dear. Well, there we go. I can't wait to see what you get yours. Oh, Jesus Christ. We'll be back on Friday with Jimmy Carr. Yes, he's got a child. He's got a child. He's kept it quiet. Yeah, but he wanted to get on the show, so he had to come out as a dad. We'll see you on Friday. <laughs> Yeah, you can only you can only go so long before you monetize your children. Remember that exactly. Um, wicked. All right, thanks, guys. See you then. Bye.